0: Love Talk Radio
1: Greetings
0: beloved That is everyone within the sound of my
1: voice
0: I am the food alchemist Host of your show Food alchemy at it's best We will touch on Crystals, herbs, energy, burden, sacred sexuality, food with high frequencies, DNA, coding, self-help, and so much more. Sit back and relax and let your mind, body, and spirit take over within this show. We are here to help you understand these different frequencies your body is on on different levels. We believe in serving you. This is the Food Alchemist with the Food Alchemy at its best show. Love you. Hello, everyone. I would like to welcome you. Today's show is Talking with Star, and that is going to be our new show for 30 minutes. You're going to get to talk with Star and her issues and her viewpoints. And I am just going to sit back and be a co-host and just assist her. So if you have any questions, come into the chat room, go online. We're waiting for your phone call. So let's play a commercial, and we will be back after this commercial. I know. The food office is book author of It's Vegan and It Tastes Good. If you would like to engage her services such as seminars, classes, lectures, retreats, corporate lunches and dinners, you can reach her at U S or 480 232 three two nine99 While you're there, leave your contact information, and on the website, you can also sign up for a newsletter that informs you about vegetables, history, recipes, and herbs. We believe in helping you because we love you, and you love you. This is the Food Alchemist. Have a blessed and wonderful day. Well, let's get down and do our meditations. Are we ready to do a meditation and open our mind and expand our body? I think that you are, I am, and let's make this happen. Are we ready? So, we're going to bring in, we're going to listen to some ancient music. Let's go. There you go.
1: There you go.
0: after this lovely music that vibrates over your body, through your soul, from the bottom of your feet to the top of your crown and out, that you have released any trapped energy that's within your body and soul and consciousness and bring in prosperity, health, wealth, knowledge, wisdom and all abundance we're sending out this love vibration to our extended loved ones, to ourselves and everyone around us and every connection we've made and the things that we do we want to send out the love vibration I'm hoping that you finished, and we're going to begin to count down and we're going to say twelve, eleven, ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. 10, We are now, have ascended to the being that we want to be of love. And now, without further ado, we are going to welcome Star. Welcome, Star. How are you?
1: I am fine. Thank you.
0: So, let's begin. So, what would you like to talk about today?
1: Well, today I like to talk about um, people opening up. I heard you had a radio show last Monday. I mean, sorry, Tuesday. And you're talking about the conscious fair and how everybody was there and there was not much young people. Right. And and I actually did look some research up, and I found that people, the kids, the generation of my age, the reason why they don't go there is because there's a couple reasons. They never heard of it. Parents. Um. What else? Oh, never, uh. They don't promote it. They actually didn't promote promote the conference in areas for our generation. They promoted it more in older generations, not in two and there was not much for to capture our generation. So, you
0: mean capture your generation's attention? Yes. Okay. So how would you go about capturing your generation's attention and how would you go about it?
1: Uh, what I would do is I would turn I mean the the conscious fair was Fun as as a mature person But, you know, you get And I would bring, like, for little kids Little kids, they have to have a fun area Still, like, stuff for That is good for their mind and body and spirit Yet it's fun for them to attract to them Like, kids love jewel making jewelry And kids love making anything arts and crafts Like, uh, I met a little girl there who loved. Her pendulum that I have, and she wanted to learn how to make a pendulum, and I told her that you can make uh, pendulums, but also you can make like waist beads with crystals and um, bracelets with crystals, where they can learn about the crystals and what what they help you with. What okay. um, else is for teens? Teens are much of a rebellion. They they think they know everything. I know I was. Through that phase where I thought I knew everything, but for teens, there I would have to say you gotta probably prob, do more upbeat music, something that they can dance to, because kids, teens like to dance, teens like to party, so do like a, uh, a party with music that is spiritual also, but upbeat as well. So those are some of my ideas that they could have done for the conscious consciousness for our generation.
0: Okay. Did you happen to listen to uh, Dr. Mitchell uh, Gibson when he talked about to reach the conscious to increase their mind uh, playing classical music like Mozart, Beethoven, Bach? And the benefit effects of it that it had when playing these music,
1: I have heard of it i I personally I like classical music, but I also like hip hop i'm I like mixtures, and not all kids like that because i I don't know how they were raised. I was raised around classical music, every kind of music around that I know um but if some people have to get used to the idea of classical music because it's not loud and energy and big, but not all mu- music can be calm and soothing. What they, around, they hear, when they hear classical music, they think, oh, elevator music, and not all elevator music is classical music. Like, I like, I love Yanni, and Yanni, I don't know if is certified as classical music, but... I think
0: Yanni would be awesome Okay Yanni is more new age That's what Yanni is Yanni is a new age uh, uh, Revolution He's in a new age So that's not classical music Classical music is going back with different beats And altos And you know Bach And alto And uh, different tones That's what we're saying Like different people to go into different meditation So I have a question um, do you meditate?
1: I have tried and I'm still trying to meditate, and I guess my meditation is different cuz I go to sleep when I meditate. Even though I try to stay up, I usually go into a deep sleep. So, I guess I do meditate. No, I do meditate, but my meditation is different from everybody else. Not everybody meditates like I or meditate like everybody else.
0: Okay, that's that's reasonable. So um, there are instructional CDs out there. Would you say that if the parent was in a home doing meditation, do you think the children and if they were not raised with meditation and classical music, do you think they would start listening to it if the parents start playing it in the home?
1: I I would think so Because it's in the house You hear it every day And then once you get used to it every day You're like This actually does sound good And you're thinking Oh it's too old It's not hip But When you actually hear it every single day Or every time your parents play it You're like You get used to it And you're like "Hmm, This might be good I I can actually listen to something like this
0: Right So you can relate So my thing is also waking up the conscious. As you know, that's my mission for you young people now, uh, to reawaken you with your consciousness. And uh, we were told by Dr. Uh, Mitchell Gibson that sometimes we as parent ghetto is so excited about getting in our consciousness that sometimes we overstimulate our children and give them too much facts about um, the things that are going on in this world that we overstimulate them, that they're not able to function, that it also could do some damage uh, to the body. That is not very good, which is, you know, not very good. We want you to go up and feed up and, and learn and be loved and be nourished, but have the wise wisdom to understand. Okay. Well, um, that
1: probably is true because it either could go when they learn too much either can go in two directions. They can rebel from it or crack down and be try to do what their parents told them and do and stay with the pressure and just keep going. And sometimes when they learn in life that everything they learn is not like facts and it's sometimes more experience.
0: Mm. So... What do you, besides, you know, the hip-hop music, and they had a band going on, um, as you know. They had the Afro-Latin band that was at 9, I like 9 o'clock until to the midday of dawn. What do you think, because there was a teenager there that was bored, what do you think, besides the arts and crafts, because that would get the little people Involved like maybe five or six, all the way up until maybe nine, ten, and eleven and twelve. But the tween, tweenagers to tweenagers to teenagers, what do you think would be stimulating for them to make them want to learn and understand their consciousness, where they don't feel they're like a you know a square and a circle.
1: Um, you could try like making some kind of games like for them like something that will catch their attention. Uh mu- they they like music and every every kid loves music. But I mean like something that will catch their attention, something but also knowledge. It's very knowledgeable. Okay. So,
0: you know, may, maybe play like The Price is Right game or something like that or, you know, uh the, 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 the Price is Right Jeopardy something to stimulate their mind where they're learning but they don't realize they're learning. Something to also give them something to work with, maybe even creating a stimulating video game that might be something awesome that they have there that has some meaningful message for them.
1: That is true. As well that would be excellent as well. Okay. okay.
0: So, and what did you think about the food there? Um that was offered there was there a big selection um at the Conscious Fair for someone that was a teenager would they like?
1: Not really because most kids are meat eaters and vegetarians. There was a lot of vegan food, raw food, and if you're not raised by a raw or vegan, then you're not used to eating stuff like this and they're not going to be open-minded to it unless they see something what they're used to. I oh, would yeah. do, so, like, if there was a vegetarian area, like a burger joint, a burger but it's vegetarian, and it looks like it's real burgers, but it's actually made probably from beans and lentils and um, beef from vegetables or, like, have a meatball, meatballs or, that are meatless. Something that mm-hmm. is something very similar to regular meat, but something
0: that's not so much a regular meat. Basically, you're trying to show them how to transition over, which is good. That's a very good uh, start for uh, people to get in touch with of uh, changing their meal, changing their foods, and giving them something very bright that they can look forward to. Especially some beautiful, they had some chocolate shakes, They had some strawberry shakes, They had some lime lemonade with uh, ginger and agave, which was pretty good for the average, you know, person. So maybe they would be like that, but they would need a lot more, a lot more warm food um, understanding. And they had Indian food, like an Indian cuisine house, which was very good, um, you know, some better than others. So they had uh, samosas, which I think teenagers like if they were introduced to it would be nice, but I think they need maybe some little samples for uh, for people to taste so they'll know how things taste, which is amazing, um, and they would be educated. Or actually even offering uh, maybe raw vegan demos for the children to be able to understand what they put in their body and how it affects their body. And that
1: would be excellent as well.
0: Okay, I think that would be good So, I mean, tell me a dish that you would make for a kid that's going to a conscious event
1: A dish that I would make Who cannot resist the classics, the cheeseburgers or a vegan version of macaroni and cheese um, I can't, there's like a list I would make Things that they're some they they know, or like make um, jelly sandwiches that are soy products or uh, made with uh, saitan. Se- something that they've never had but it looks familiar. I mean, when I first started being vegan, I had was it was at a Chinese restaurant, and I had pot stickers, and I loved the pot stickers. They didn't know they were vegan until my mom said something. like something that
0: they they like. They're used to eating but converted to to vegan. Okay. Okay, That's good. And you have different dipping sauce. But that also not
1: even applied to the young people and the
0: teenagers. But this is something because it would be applied to little kids because they like hands on things. They like foods. So like carrot sticks, celery sticks. You could actually make little ants on the log. That would be really wonderful for kids, like to put the nut butter with raisins on top, and they look like they have little ants going across with a little dash of cinnamon where they think that, you know, the bark is actually on the log. So, I mean, there are some different wonderful recipes that you can do, and all you need is something very simple, either carrots, celery, almond butter, raisins, craisins, also apple pieces, or uh, pineapple pieces, and you just put them on the spread of nut butter with the vegetable celery raisin, and then you would have it, and it would be wonderful. And that way kids can eat it, adults can eat it, and teenagers can eat it, and they would like it, and as well as a sandwich, you can do crushed berries, like strawberries with either agave or stevia or thought, with all your preferences to sweeten it, crush them up, and it would be fresh strawberries with almond butter on either toasted bread, where they would have their bread, and toast it with nut butter and crushed berries, which I think would be great. Yes, it
1: was. I like making me hungry, so... <laughs> Maybe like cinnamon and some peanut butter, almond butter, and raisins, and some celery. And I am not a big fan of celery. So I, could, unless you dice it really small or you put it on with peanut butter, I'm happy, or almond butter.
0: Okay. I think that's good. That's really good. So now that we've moved on and arrived from that, I want to know um, what things did you like at the conscious event? Tell me which was your favorite moment there.
1: My favorite moment was meeting Dr. Uh, Capers and his fiance. They were the most fun I've ever seen at a, at any psychic conscious fair I've ever been to. They're so lively. Everyone else looks so um, Doll to them And now I'm like It was fun I went to their booth more than I went to any, you know, Anybody else's booth I would okay. just sit there And just watch them do their thing And it's like it's just really fun With their booth
0: Right what did you learn from um, Bishop Cape, uh, James Capers What did you learn from this gentleman
1: Well I learned that He can he does Excellent reading. I even got a reading. Um he's great. He's he knows when to talk to certain people and not to talk to certain people, I found out.
0: Mhm. That's good. Well, I I know he gave your reading and how did you like your animal reading? How did I, you like that?
1: I loved my animal reading cuz I, I'm used to being, I get always the cutesy animals and the cutesy voice. I'm the cutesy, I look, I'm like the cute person with the cute personality with the cute voice, but deeper down, I'm sinister and sly and dark. I'm not one of those, oh, soft and sweet people. I'm sweet, but I have I have a dark side. I love being dark, not in a negative way, but, you know, having fun being the prankster making fun. Hmm.
0: What did you think about him reading your pet?
1: I thought that was funny because my I I love my pet and everything he said, I can I can see because the way she acts. She's just she's funny and she's just the way she is and she's a more diva than I am. I found out. Hmm. So I, I didn't even think that was possible. You, you know, you can be outwitted by your own pet.
0: Wow! So, that helped you understand your pet a little bit better.
1: Yes, it did.
0: Okay, now, I have a question. Let's talk about um, health, and how are te- are teenagers aware of their health? You think, are they conscious of their health?
1: Um. Not. I have to say some but not all because when you go into a high school, and I've been to two high schools, and it's the total opposite. One high school, my favorite high school that I like, they're very open-minded. They're very, um, I mean, they're actually spiritual. And, I mean, they, they like, they want their, they believe in salads and soups but I mean, they also believe in having having a treat once in a while. That you don't have to be, and it doesn't matter what size you are at that school, as long as you're working to be healthier, you you're accepted there. On the other cool. hand, the other school I went to, they're the total opposite, and they're very close-minded. And most, I'm not saying, but it's just how they were raised. They believe that in one religion, and mostly people were only in that religion. And but secretly there were more secrets at this school than there were at the other schools.
0: Mm. So they were not forthcoming. They were not out and telling you things how they really want. That's so that's that's a that okay, so the deep secrets at the school.
1: Everybody wants to treat the deep secrets. So I guess <laughs> <that's>, <laughs> I'll dish you don't have to dish.
0: I mean, I'm just saying, like, deep secrets. I mean, are they harmful to other people? Or um,
1: are they. Not are they harmful? really? Okay. Uh, they're not harmful to other people, but they're harmful to themselves because they're not accepting themselves. And to them, when I went to the school, I was the weird one. Yes, I was quiet, and I would have my moments, I would be loud. But I was the weird one because I would tell them all the stuff I I like to do and then they're like, um, well, that's kind of inappropriate. Like belly dancing. I love belly dancing. And they thought you had to wear the costumes to be a belly dancer. And I explained, no, you don't have to have the costume to be a belly dancer. You can just just do the moves and that's it. And uh, and they're, they just still seem, because they say, oh, that's bad because you're showing too much skin. And I mean, and I can understand their religion that showing too much skin is very bad, but belly dancing itself, the dance itself is not bad. The outfits, I can say, they're okay to my taste, but to their taste, it's not, it's very bad.
0: Okay. They just find it inappropriate a dance. So, what do you like about belly dancing and what do you what did what did it do when you started belly dancing?
1: Well, it it moves it moves areas that you're not used to moving and you don't move your whole body. You just move a section of your body. And you move you just stay on that section or you can move a section you can move two or three sections of your body but they're going in a total dip total different opposite direction and which makes you more flexible, more looser, and you can can do a lot more stuff when you're more flexible.
0: Okay. You can do a lot more stuff when you're flexible. So, okay. Um, what about yoga or, you know, what are some other things that you do to stimulate you exercise-wise?
1: Um, I walk not much of a, um, I am i am i'm not a very big walker, but I try to put in there walking at least three times a week so i um, and then there's also dancing I like to dance, and you can dancing is exercise, riding your bike i mean I like to do a lot of other stuff, but I don't do it at the time right now, like I love rock climbing. Mm. I, mean. I like the outdoors. Walking and looking at the scenery. That's that's cool. So those are some of the things I do. Been
0: okay. So how do you feel about uh how do you feel about Philadelphia? How did it make your body feel? Energetically wise as well as um Energetic-wise, and physically.
1: I actually like it because it's something that's very slow, very, you go with the flow movement. You, you you, don't have to work as hard, but you're still working. And, you know, some of those days you want to be lazy and you can just go, well, I could be a Philadelphia, but afterwards you got to be careful because you have so much energy afterwards. You're thinking, where's this energy coming from? And you actually think about it. You were bringing, you're getting energy from the surroundings around you, and the energy, it moves through your body. I learned that the hard way, which was funny. The first time I did it, mm-hmm. oh man, I did. Then afterwards, I did belly dancing, like I don't know how long for, like an hour or or two, I think. And then I was, I crashed and went to sleep the rest of the day. And they're like, you're not supposed to do do that. You're not supposed to. Do another exercise because it crashes your energy. And I was like, I didn't know that. hmm hmm so, so that's good. Oh, it go
0: tired ahead. you out. It tired you out, the belly dancing. And the Philadelphia, which is also known as Qigong, also gave you a burst of energy because um, it's basically tapping into energies for you to heal which is pretty cool. And they have a lot of Philadelphia uh places, I got to stop saying uh a lot of faladofa places in uh Phoenix uh and Phoenix and there used to be one in Tempe and then in Scottsdale and they do it early in the morning, but you got to get up with the birds and do that and put that energy within your body. That's why they recommend people do it. It's almost like tai chi. Tai chi they do in China to balance their body and give them energy. Did you know that? Yes. Okay. Wow. You're you're on the cusp, girl, you go girl. You go. You rock. So now tell me you like rock climbing. What do you like about rock climbing?
1: Um, the rock climbing is that you're free and I mean you're going I like hype. I love where you can see stuff Above people Like it makes people feel like ants And you're like the big Like you're the bird in the, in the sky So and you get to see How far you succeeded from The ground all the way up
0: Okay Wow that is pretty cool I like that. that that makes a lot of Sense So Okay, so where do when you do Philadelphia? Getting back to Philadelphia, where do you usually do it? Do you do it in a home? Where where have you done it at?
1: Um, a couple of times I did it out on a park, but at home I'm more comfortable in because you're doing it for yourself and people aren't watching you do it. I'm very I don't like people watching me do stuff, so it's like okay, but. I If I was at the park by myself, I would love it because it's open, the air is blowing on you, you can feel the sun on your body, and you can hear the birds and and just the energy around you.
0: Cool. That's really cool. So we have been almost on for an hour. We got one second, even though you had a hard time getting in. So I want to say thank you, Star. And we're going to leave out with a message. And anybody else have any questions, they can call in. So that is it from Star and myself. We are ending the show. Any questions? We are leaving. So do a commercial, and that's it. The Food Alchemist is the book author of It's Vegan and It Tastes Good. If you would like to engage her services such as seminars, classes, lectures, retreats, Corporate lunches and dinners, you can reach her at www.thefoodalchemist.us or 480 232 9930. While you're there, leave your contact information and on the website, you can also sign up for a newsletter that informs you about vegetables history recipes and herbs we believe in helping you because we love you and you love you this is the food alchemist have a blessed and wonderful day Hello everyone, I am back. That was Star talking with Star and asking questions. Now you have tuned into Food Alchemy at its greatest. This is me. I'm only going to be doing the show today for 30 minutes. So I, if you have any questions, let me know. I want to talk about some things and reaching the children's mind and exactly why I am doing this show, among other things. I want people to get a better understanding. Of What we are doing and why we are doing what we're doing. That means I want you to understand that the people that we're trying to reach or need to reach are our children. It's our children. We need to reach our children because they need to understand for what we're doing and how we're doing. We want to open and expand their mind. We want to be able to show them and guide them, but we also don't want to push them too fast. And I know as a parent, we're guilty. We want them to know and have the best of things that sometimes we lead to pushing them too fast. And we don't mean to, but that's in our nature to just do that. So, you know, let's discover or discuss, as I say, how we can do this and help these babies how we can help them understand their mind, their maturity, and their levels and what they need to do. So if you have any suggestions of what you might think would be benefit, um, I was on the website after talking to Dr. Gibson and looking up this testrous uh, food list that he was talking about that is, you know, not very good for our body. Well, I know I'm just going to have to purchase that. Uh, and go and make it my mission, so I'll get that list to better to insert that in my corporation of teaching people how to eat and what not to eat. I mean, I was devastated to know that asparagus, the reason that our urine smells so bad is because it was made from human feces along with some other things and beets. And now I understand why people don't like beets and why your urine is just so strong with eating these vegetables. I mean, it's horrendous. And shell, shell, uh, seashell, seafood, which is not the very best for our body either. And a lot of people are actually passing or making transition over because they're not eating the appropriate food from that. That's kind of upsetting to know that that's where we come and that's where we stand. So, you know, what can we do about this? What can we make uh, to globalize this? So, I'm going to be on my list. I went on uh, glo- uh, Google, I went on Axe.com, I went on all these websites to really get a full list to be understand. So, I figure I'll go to the man itself, Dr. Mitchell Gibson, and get this list. Purchase it and learn it and study it and implement that into my study. So as I said, I'm going through a major transformation, and that's okay because we're all going through major transformation in our life to expand and understand our mind and what we need to do as individuals, as helpers, as healers, as guiders, or um, yeah, guiders that we guide other people into them getting well with their health. So I I really. And I'm just so excited about this information and what we can do. And also knowing that sometimes, like I said, with our children, we're pushing too fast and what we need to do. But also introducing Bach, Mozart, and Beethoven into the home playing while they're doing their homework. that, And as we're doing our homework, that also improved for us to study, you know, to get our studying much better and make those cellular levels just spar off like sparks in our brain. Also, just when we're doing a lesson or listening to a CD that's helping us, maybe playing the music behind that, what some Mozart with the learning lesson behind that to increase our brain power as well as our children's brain power. Um, when they're going to school and they increasing and in learning, it just opens up so many ways, but also to get them in a state of maybe help their show them how to meditate you know how many children out there really know what meditations are how many children out there know how to meditate I mean there's not a lot because that's not something that is done uh, very frequently like dr. Mitchell Gibson was blessed because some monk came to his school and taught them how to meditate and get in touch with themselves I mean that is exciting you know our children How do we meditate? And we can meditate by walking. We can meditate by talking. We can meditate by um, walking, talking, breathing, laying down. We can meditate just with our eyes open and our eyes closed. We can meditate that we're actually doing out-of-body experience. We can meditate where we're actually just sitting there and just there, which is good. So, these are different kind of meditation. You can meditate with music. You can meditate with mantras. You know, uh, just saying some of the words, Nam yo ho ding ego, Nam yo ho ding ego, Nam yo ho ding ego. And I don't know if you guys can feel the vibration of just that, you know, because Nam yo ho ding ego. It changes the whole level within your body. And basically, it's the life mysteries. The mystic life—that's what that chant means. Hode and it's the mystic of your life. And when we say um, um, if you can feel it, you can hear it. I can feel it from you know to the feel it all the way to my fingers to the top of my head. So why don't you guys try try saying um with me? We're gonna do it. Um, that meditation, it's an awesome meditation. So that's good. Now, you also be able to, as you meditate more, you'll be able to open your mind. You'll be able to see things, know things, and travel. Because your body is made of energy and you're connecting to that energy of a high frequency when you meditate and you get that frequency. And you can also change your 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 conditions in life. You can change because you are that powerful. You are that energy that you have the power within yourself to change by eating the right foods, by listening to certain musics, by using crystals, doing healing from Reiki to Pranic to uh, using Tai Chi, Qigong, Faladafa, yoga, building on that Kundalini energy that's within yourself, raising your chakras and knowing that we've been taught there's only seven chakras. But there, as we discovered with another guest, there's so many chakras that we haven't even tapped into yet and that it would be in our best interest to really realize what's going on, like the Sanskrit. And understanding those chakras and how many they are, because it's wrote in Sanskrit, we don't understand a lot of that. And that's for you guys that don't understand what Sanskrit is. It's uh, writings and uh, letters and words. It's spelled S-A-K-I-R-T, Sanskrit. You want to look that up and find out because yoga is wrote in Sanskrit and the different chants and the mantras in Sanskrit. And they have different chants and mantras to for healing, for words of power, for words of bringing prosperity. These are all things that we have within our body and in our mind and our grasp to learn that all we got to do is reach for. Using certain colors raises the vibrations with us. To renew our our vibration with different colors. For being creative is the color orange. For opening our mouth and creating is orange. And also that's part of your solar plex. Then to open your third eye, the color is indigo. Not the blue that you see, but indigo. It's a certain color that opens that eye. But also focusing and doing that mantra, doing that chant to open your third eye and focusing on that color, you can actually begin to watch your third eye open and be able to sense and see things that you've never sensed and seen before. So then we have purple and white, Purple is a beautiful spiritual color, and it's also connected to amethyst, as I said before. So it opens that. So it's connecting to so many things within your body, which I find really astonishing that we don't want to put in our body, that we can open that crown chakra and receive the blessings from our higher conscious self, which is yourself, your higher self, your true self, that you are the one that that travels that you want to get in touch with that god within inside yourself because we are all living gods and it's within us to trap and in, tap into that god within yourself and know that god begins with you and you begin with god it's within you so you don't have to uh, be buddhist you don't have to be uh catholic you don't have to be christian Just know that God within yourself and how you're communicating with God. God has so many names and so many labels that we need to stop putting everybody in a square box because we're not square beings. Our energy is endless. and It is just go beyond being. Do you understand what I'm saying? It goes beyond being. Who are you? What are you all? What do you stand for? What is your understanding? How can you help yourself? How can you evolve? These are things that you ask yourself. These are things that I used to ask myself, like, who is God? And where did God come from? You know, how do I understand God? And why is God so important? And why is this book they call the Bible, you know, the guide for us to understand? Why is that? You know, and these are questions children ask all the time. Mommy, where did God come from? And if God is a God, who created God? And we sit there like, oh, wow, that is a deep question. I, I asked myself that, I asked my parents that, and I was told as a kid, shh, you don't ask that. That's not appropriate. You read the Bible. God is infamous. But what about, but I want to understand where God comes from. Who was God and who made God? God is within yourself, and as a godly being, it's your higher conscious self of opening and getting in touch with that higher self, and yes, it can be outside your rim. and like we talk about making conscious decisions, going into dimensions, going back in dimensions, and learning from our past mistakes that we sometimes relive life over and over again. These are just some of the things that we discuss and we want to learn. So where my question is to you, and I want you to think, who are you? Who is your true self? And how do you get in touch with your true self? And if you are a healer, how do you guide and help someone else get into their true self? And how do you help them grow and understand and know their true self? That's my question to you guys. You know, anybody have answers? I mean, I'm full. I'm ready. I would like to answer this. I want to know how. How? How do we train our young people to be not so narrow-minded and narrow-focused and be able to Be able to focus on all things, because we are all all things, and we're connected to all things, and that we're energy. How do we show them? How do you live your life? Do you live your life as an example? Can someone come up to you and say, I love what you do, or I see you? Are you a blessing to others, or are you preaching one thing? and doing another? Or is it do as I say and not as I do? That is where our children learn. By example, do you wonder why your children act some of the ways they they do? Some have been in touch with darker things, not through their parenting, but some of the things they've been surrounded by. And that doesn't mean that you are a bad parent. I get tired of everybody blaming everything on the parent. And it's not always the parent's fault. It's some things they might have been exposed to. And you can't be with your child sometimes 24-7 every day of the year, every second. Your child comes out of your grasp. And when you let your child come out of your grasp at some time, they're exposed to some things that they are curious about. And then some of them learn and some of them get off track. That's how some children um, experiment with drugs, alcoholics, um, different spiritualities, um, being exposed by the people in the company they keep or people that they see on the street that they admire. Let your children admire you. You be their example. You be their hero. You show them And just live your life as an example for them to live. And they will follow and they will see. They will be able to distinguish the good from the bad. Some fall away from us and then they come back. And that takes care. You got to love enough to let them go. You've given them the guidance. You've given them the understanding. But to let them go and know that, You have put the work in for them to be able to come back and show that love, that they'll come back. It's not hard. It's not hard. But you know what the hard part is for all of us is letting go when we love so hard. Letting them go and letting them make their mistakes because we want to protect them. That is the hardest thing as a parent, as a teacher. And as a mentor, letting them make their mistakes and learn from their mistakes. That's hard for me, and that's hard for our grandparents, because we want to protect them from all the bad that is out there. And sometimes we just can't. We just can't protect them. It's a hard, hard sacrifice. But it's okay. It's okay. They, I said, will come home. It might be years, it might be days, it might be centuries, but they will come back and give you the love and understanding that they understand now and which they walk with. Because it's going to be somebody out there in that world that reminds them of their parent for them to come back. Someone out there. Know that. There is no accidents, There is no coincidence. Nothing in life happens by chance. Everything is preordained. But you have the right to change your destiny if you want to, just like they do. They have a path to walk, and nothing is written in solid stone. You can choose to take that path, but sometimes we sometimes veer from that path and our life purpose and we choose another path. But sometimes we wind right back back onto that path again. So, we can go away but we can always we always can come back but if that's our choosing that's called free will i love that we have free will of changing our mind and going about these things that is what life is about destiny what is your destiny what is your life purpose these are the questions that people ask how can i improve myself How can I understand myself? Was it it's about me that makes an impression on the people I'm around? I don't know. I hope I live my life to the fullest, and I hope that I'm a good example. But I know that I'm human. Guess what? When I'm frustrated, I curse. And then I have to replace that. Is that, is that of me? Is that really of me? And how to fix that? And my children are watching me. How do they solve their problems? Are they solving it by way I do it? An error. So that makes me be on my guard and fix myself because they're watching me. Oh well, mom solves her problem by cursing, you know, because she's frustrated. Okay, once well, I instead of cursing, you know what I'll do? I'll write. why I'm frustrated and let that energy out. So I show them write and let that energy go. Let it go because it can be done. Writing is the most wonderful tool there is. Speaking words, words have so much power. Speak the words that you want spoken to you. I am love. Love is me. I am rich. Rich is me. My business is successful. My business creates opportunity for other people. My business helps other people reach another lesson. My business is self-fulfilling. My business, you see what I'm saying? My books. My books are best-selling. I am a best-selling author. My business is a multi-million dollar business. This is what you can say for yourself. I am a gentle parent. I am a loving parent. I give my children the best advice. You see how I am. How it resonates. Do you feel the power within yourself? I am. I am beautiful. I am a non-smoker. I no longer need to smoke because my lungs are healing. My lungs are healing. You see how that is? Say that to yourself. I am healthy. I am healthy. I can walk. I am healthy. I can walk. I am healthy. I can walk. My health is good. My body is receiving positive energy. I am. The energy is that resides in me, beautiful. The energy within myself is not stagnant. The energy within myself is going in the right directions. My energy is going in the right directions. My energy is moving in the right direction. And then perceive to ask yourself, why? Why am I a best author? I am a best author because my books are Offered in Kindle and iPhone. My books are in Barnes and Noble and other boutiques in the area. That is why I am an artist. I am a good-selling author because I am wanted at all these expos, conventions, fairs, and intrigues of learning. That is why. Start asking yourself why. When you have a question, ask yourself why. It's like, why? Why am I rich? Because I have a multitude of reaching people of spectrums through radio, through TV, through Internet, through Facebook, through self, through advertisement, through friends, through families. This is why I am a mogul, mogul, million-dollar business. I attract the people, I attract the people that have value to my business to make it a multi-million dollar business. I attract these people to make my business a multi-million dollar business. Why do I attract these people to make a multi-million dollar business? I attract them because I have something that people need. I have something that people need. I offer a service that people need. I am giving knowledge that can be used today, tomorrow, and every day. I give it today, tomorrow, and And every day, walk in that energy. Say, I am happy. I am happy. I am happy. Why am I happy? I am happy because I vibrate a loving energy. Why am I happy? I vibrate a loving, happy energy. Why? Because people love to be in my presence. Why? Because people love to be in my presence. Say it three times until you actually feel it. You know, I am a non-smoker. You might not feel it. Keep saying it until you feel it. And I mean feel it not just only on the from your lips, but feel it in your soul to the bottom and the top bottom of the tips of your toes to your head because you can feel energy. I mean, when I speak, I feel energy. Can you feel energy rushing from your body when you speak? I mean, that's what I feel. Energy is wonderful, wonderful energy that is clearing. And you can clear out negativity. You know, I refuse to be attached to any negativity within my life. I refuse to be attached to any negativity within my life. I only hold on to positive, energizing, loving, high frequency energy in my life. I only will have people that love me unconditionally in my life. I would only have people that love me unconditional in my life. I remove people that have Strings and attachments in my life. I remove people that have strings and attachment in my life. I remove them. That is simple. I'm getting hot again. I've been getting hot all the time, but that's okay. This is what I want you to do and focus on. Teach your children the 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 I am. I am smart. I am in tune with my books and my teachings. I am smart. Teach them, and they start believing, I am love. I am generated. I am going to make friends. I am friendly. I am outgoing. I am whatever it is you want them to feel. Teach them. Teach them. Teach them. Teach them. Teach them. And let them know that they are feeling this energy because they will resonate with them. We're down to two minutes, ladies and gentlemen. Two minutes, and then we will be off. We want to reach our children by exposing them to some things, but we don't want to overstimulate them. So we want to find out what to teach them and what not. And find out what we want to be and where we want to be. And find, 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 find. Books are fine, but find out where you can get in touch with That mentor, that person that can guide you to the next step of understanding your body, mind, spirit, and soul. Search them out and do a thorough job of searching them out. Do not go by one person. What does your gut instinct say about this person? Does it resonate with my body? Does it resonate with me? Do I understand where they're going? And actually do an interview. Do an interview with the person that you want to follow and really understand where they're coming from, which I think is really great. Understand the tools they use. Do you understand the tools that they use and why they use the tools that they use? Understand that. That's what I want you to do. This has been Food Alchemy at Food, Al- Food Alchemy Radio. I am Chef Sessie, the Food Alchemist. As you can know, this is live. And if anybody likes my page and my information, you can go to www.facebook.com slash Chef Sessie C-H-E-F-S-E-S-S-Y. And I'll take you to my Veggies Become You page. Like the page. You can make comments and find out when the show is on. And it'll give you information all the time. So you're always in the know what's going on, who the wonderful guests will be on my show, what event I will be at. So you, for that, you would have to go to www.thealchemist.us to get that information. And I have a wonderful newsletter that you will be greatly, greatly love to get. Because it's going to give you recipes and information about different herbs that I do and what you can do with the fruit, the vegetable, as well as wonderful recipes that you can use within your home. And this is Chef Sassy, the Food Alchemist. We are ending the show. This is it. Let's go. Let's fly off. <music> a free newsletter go to com. or thefoodalchemist.us. .us That's Veggies Become you, The Food Alchemist And you will retain a free newsletter if you signed up. With a wealth of knowledge and education A wealth of knowledge of understanding The room is now closed